What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Dusty Dines Podcast. Host TJ Plotter with my co-host Tucker Hammer. This is uh, this is going to be a special special edition podcast uh, featuring uh, NA3 junior hockey back player Keyshawn Scott. I'm I'm pretty excited for this one, Tuck. Absolutely. I mean, kind of get away from hockey talk, considering there's no hockey really going on right now, and kind of focus more on something that is very present in America at the moment. Yeah, I mean, we're, we'll throw, we're going to throw some hockey talk in there regarding Keyshawn, but well, you know, absolutely. We're gonna, we're, it's, yeah, so, I mean, what's going on in the world today and, it, you know, coming from the experience that he has to go through being a, a black male hockey player. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, what's going on in the world. And I, I, I listen, I, I love the kid like he was my own. I love you like, I, you know, you are my own. It's just, it, it's, I, I want to hear what he has to endure, you know, every time he steps on the ice or every time he walks out into a store. Yep. Like, you know, you, you briefly brought it up to him at one point during Xbox. And I was like, it sucked. It sucked to hear what he had to say, you know, like what he has to go through. But it's it's going to be a learning experience for everybody listening. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, Keyshawn Scott, what's up? What's Keish? up, guys? Go ahead, Tuck. No, go ahead, TJ. I didn't realize he was on here. No, no, you're good. Uh, Keith, what's up, bud? What's up? So, not to center everything around you, but it's going to be centered around you. Is you know this this podcast is going to be centered around yourself and you know the black hockey community in one yeah. you know what I mean so I mean uh, my my first thing is you know being a black hockey player like what what goes through your mind knowing you know going rink to rink and you know do you have to like prepare differently going rink to rink you know, understand what I mean um I know for me I try, I try to prepare the same way you know I I mean because first and foremost I consider myself a hockey player I don't consider myself a black hockey player exactly yeah so I mean yeah. I, I have my pregame routines and everything that I have to do I don't I don't think I prepare any differently you know being you know more than likely being the only minority on the rink or in the rink for some for that matter so no I don't I, don't, I wouldn't say I prepare any differently you know now. I don't want this to sound the wrong way. Like what, what made you as a black male want to play hockey? Cause uh, you well, brought it up. You, 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 you brought it up briefly to us the other night. You know what I mean? But I want yeah. it on live, you know, form. Yeah. So, uh, my, my buddy is a really big hockey player. He's like my best friend in this world. And, uh, I actually tell you a story. So in middle school, uh, like eighth grade year or something, we did, uh, like the floor hockey and gym. And uh, I'm just the type of person that I hate being bad at something, and I was awful at that. You know, I was horrible at hockey. I couldn't hold the stick, couldn't shoot it, and like that. And my buddy at the time, like I said, he plays hockey. And so I'd go to his house and we'd screw around in his garage or whatever and, and you know, play, mess around with the floor pucks and all that stuff like that. And it just, I just kind of fell in love with it. And at the time, I was playing football, and uh, I, I was kind of phasing out of football. I didn't really, like, want to do it. I was kind of losing my, my passion for it and – just, I guess hockey just came around at the right time, and I just fell in love with it and wanted to get better and just, you know, got good and pursued it. Spot. So, 
Yeah. That's pretty much how I I started to play. Just because my buddy just got me into it and playing in gym, just because I wanted to get better at it because I hate being bad at stuff and just fell in love with it. Now, so the audience doesn't know, Keyshawn's a sick fucking football player as well. I found that out firsthand in Lehigh Valley. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, but Tucker, Tucker, what's the question you asked Keyshawn the other night when we were playing? I forget what you asked, but it was it was very elaborate. Responded. Well, I mean, I just wanted to get his perspective on everything going on. I mean, I mean, being a white kid from North Dakota, you don't really see a whole bunch of everything going on. But Keyshawn, obviously being that he's from Dover, Delaware, and the area and everything else is different, I wanted to know what his thoughts on everything going on right now are from his his point of view. Yeah, I just – um. You know, it's unfortunate that it took what it took to kind of get people talking about it. But on the other hand, like, I'm glad it's happening because, you know, you're seeing a lot more people of every race, you know what I mean, wanting to stand up for this injustice. And that's what really I felt needed to happen. It was one thing as a black community, we're saying stuff and we kind of felt like we were being um, overlooked or not heard. But when you're starting getting other races involved, you know, white people included and you know, Asian people and, you know, Mexican people, all that different, all these different um, races and minorities and everything, you know, standing up and sticking together. I think it's like, it's good that we're opening the conversation and uh, starting to create dialogue about what's, what's happening and what we're feeling as like minorities and as black people. Absolutely. Now, the other, the other night when we were talking, it was, to everybody doesn't know, like Keyshawn and Tucker and I play Xbox every night. Religiously. You know, we'll play like religiously, you know. <laughs> we'll play Fortnite. We'll play Chell. You know what I mean? Fuck you, and, NHL. <laughs> and and we'll get we'll get on we'll we'll get on that topic in a little bit, Tucker. But you no, know, <laughs> I'll elaborate. Keyshawn was talking the other night, and he said, you know, it, he said we. You know what I mean? As as you know, black people. And I I interrupted him real quick, and I said that no, it's not we. It's us. You know what I mean? And that's how everything should be. It should be us. You know, it shouldn't be singled out. You know, like. Uh, black people here, white people there, Spanish people here, Asians here. It should, it's all one, you know what I mean? And everyone in the world needs to come together as one, you know what I mean? And that's how it is. And I, I tell you this, like, you know, people ask me, you know, I, I, told, I told my wife, you know, back, back in Lehigh Valley, they were asking me, you know, like, who are you signing? Who are you doing this? I gave him players. I gave him rundown. I said, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this kid, Keyshawn, up, right? Keyshawn approached me, you know, via Instagram. I looked this, I looked this shit up, right? And I, as what I do here is back their previous coaches and, you know, like the Trinity what, – what, what was your thing? Trinity Pauling or whatever? Yeah. I, con- yeah. I contacted that coach, right? And first thing he said to me, was don't take this kid, right? So what do you? What do I do as a fucking pl- person? I do the fucking total opposite, and I fucking took fucking Keyshawn right away. Right? Invite the kid to a game. Yeah. I invited the kid to the game. He scores his first game, right? And people like, you know, asking me, and, and I got approached by it, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna sign a black kid?" And I said, he, "He doesn't. I don't give a fuck if he's purple. You know what I mean? I could care less. You know." And I signed Keyshawn. You know, I right off the bat, I got I got right off the bat with this kid. You know what I mean? I and, and to this day, and I and Keisha, I said this before you got on. I, I love you like a kid. 
I take a yeah. fucking bullet for you. You know, not not because you're black, not be, and, and, and that's not the reason. It's because I get along with you. You know, I, I you, you're a great kid. You know what I mean? And that's where other people need to realize that in this world, it, it doesn't. I don't want this to say the wrong way. Like I took a, ch- not knowing who he was, I took a chance of signing him, and I was going to get criticized because I signed a black kid. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I could care less. You know, I kind of t- touching on that. I have a question for Keish here. Mm-hmm. Um, what like have you faced any issues, like, adversity, w- right? Adversity with your race playing hockey over the years? Yeah, I remember it was really bad playing youth hockey. It, it like playing when I was playing midgets and or not midgets, uh, bantams and whatnot. Like it was an every game thing. I was getting called some sort of racial slur. Like, it really got to the point where I just – I was so used to it that, like, it didn't even affect my game or anything like that. Like, I didn't even, like – like, it was just – it was – I treated it like a normal chirp because it was so, – I was so used to it playing where I was playing and playing a lot of the southern teams and stuff like that. Like, I just – I was so used to it that, like, it didn't really affect me and everything. And it, it's it's bad, but, like, it just – there was not a whole lot that people could do, uh, especially at that level. I mean, like, refs didn't hear it. You can't really do anything about it. You know what I mean? All you can do is give a warning to a bench or something, but, like – kids were still going to say stuff. And, you know, at that level, it's not like you can really take matters to your own hands. You know what I mean? You can't fight at that level or anything like that. So, I mean, I would have, yeah. I, I would have beat the piss out of somebody. That's just, but, well, but I mean, I mean I, it's, 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 I'll, I'll let you talk. Hold on. I, I guess it's, and it's a good thing that you did because you were the better person. Yeah, well, I mean, and for me too, like part of it for me, was like at that age, like I was pretty dominant at like scoring and stuff like that. And not to, to pump my tires, but like I was a good player. So like, I didn't want to get kicked out for this kid's, you know, yeah. stupidity. Stupidity. It's like, I felt like I was hurting my team. You know what I mean? So it's like, and, and the and my, and my teammates were pretty like great. Like I never had it like from my teammates. Uh, and so my teammates were great. If they heard something, they would stick up for me. So like, I, and that's another, like, I felt like if I get kicked out doing something stupid, behind this kid's stupidity and I'm laying my team yeah. down because I know they're gonna they're gonna back me up you know what I mean like it's not like I didn't feel in that regard I didn't feel that I was alone when it came to my, my team I didn't feel like they were like gonna just hang me out the dry and be like well you know what are you gonna do like every I I had like I said Steve-O was on my team he's my best friend like I know he was sticking up for me I had other kids that I'm, I was close to that were just gonna stick up for me if they heard that thing so like I never felt like I was alone but it was definitely an every, pretty much an every game thing I was hearing something now, now, fast forward to that. The same issue is when you were playing in the Valley and playing for Rev. Yeah. I noticed as a coach, and, and I noticed more kids chirped at you more than any other buddy on the team. Oh, you know what I yeah. mean? I, uh, now, go ahead. I mean, for – I know at Leon, like, I never really got any, like – once I started playing juniors, I never really got – like I haven't gotten like a racial thing in a couple of years, so I'm I'm thankful for that. Like ever since I started playing juniors and I got to prep school, it kind of like I don't really see that too much. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said, the, playing juniors now, I don't really hear it too much. And I think I I mean honestly, I think part of it is just like you know it's a different animal. Juniors, you got to answer the bell. Like now I can I can drop them and go with you if I really. <laughs> so it's like you know I mean, kids yeah. take the cage off and they're not as tough anymore. Where like playing youth hockey, you know you can hide behind the cage and stuff like that. So Absolutely. that's my opinion. I don't like that's what I like to think is. You know, you know, kids aren't so tough with the visors on now. Yeah. Now, my my thing is, is like you said, you know, if, if kids are chirping in youth and and juniors and that, like you, if you're gonna sit there and you know, you know, chirp a black black person, a black hockey player, uh, the n bomb, right? 
say you're a white guy chirping a black guy and you call him the M-bomb, right? But you're a white guy calling another guy of, uh, and, and I, I can't say it because I don't want to be politically incorrect, the, the F word, you know what I mean? F-A-G-D-O-T, you know what I mean? It's the same fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? It, it's, and, and I, and I, I'm going to clarify here is, you know what I mean, is you're calling somebody something that is, is completely out of fucking line. You know, it's a race thing. But if you're going to call somebody a, you know, gay slur, you know, it, some people might take that, take that the, the right way, but it really is. You know what I mean? And, and, and it shouldn't be like that. And if you call, like, last season, I had a kid named Mushato or something, whatever his name was. He was, he was Asian, right? Yep. We called him, we called him Moose, right? And we were playing, I believe, Brick. We were playing Brick, New Jersey, and pumping the fucking tires off this team, right? You know, Brick's Brick's a fucking good good program. I'm not I'm not going to deny that, right? You know, they had James Van Reems like come out of there. Jim Dowd came out of there, yeah. right? And we just pumped the brakes off this team. And third period, like six minutes left in the game, kid comes by my Asian kid and throws, you know, an uh, an Asian racial slur. Looks at it, comes at me, and I first thing I did, and I would do it for any one, any kid I coach, no matter their race, is I jumped off the fucking bench and I yelled at the ref and I told him to come here, and I told the ref and I said, listen, I said this is bullshit. There's no way anybody should have to fucking go through this shit, regardless of their race, if they're white, black, Asian, whatever. Okay. Yeah. This kid, I, I swear to God, this kid, we played them in a fucking back to back. He didn't want to play the next game. I believe it. Yeah, right, it's... you know, he didn't want he didn't want to play the next game, and I told him I I pulled him aside, mind you, during this game I I literally pulled a fu- five minutes left in the game I pulled a Peter Laviolette stood up on the fucking glass and started chirping the fucking coach, right, really because like, nobody should have to go through this, and I I pulled this kid aside after the game, when he told me he says he's like coach I I don't want to play his dad didn't want him to play I said listen, I said you can't go down to other people's levels. I understand what you're saying. Like, you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get, you know, bullied and shit like that. But if you push yourself aside and not play, you know, you're just, you're, you're letting them win. Yes. So it's just, nobody, nobody in their right mind should have to, to do any of this. You know what I mean? And I, I see this shit all the time in coaching. I see it in the world. You know what I mean? And, and it sucks. It's a shitty situation. But moving forward here, you know, and, and we wanted to touch on Chell and, and, you know, there's a big thing going on on NHL 20 right now. EA Sports, I'm, I'm, you guys are aware yeah. of that because I tell you it all the fucking time is, you know, we, we, we as, you know, one here, me, Keyshawn and Tucker, we play NHL. We got our own fucking EASHL team, Dusty Dimes podcast. Check it out. We'll fucking wreck you. Yeah. But uh, we... <laughs> We play, and it's literally for the last two weeks, and they brought a thing up about racial slurs and racial profiling on NHL 20. And they put out a thing is now they're going to take the the proper steps to penalize these people, right? Why does it take for, you know, someone to die in this world to to police this? For racism to actually become a legitimate issue again? Yeah, why? Why does it take that? Like, why does it? Why? And to me, every I, I tell you this, Keyshawn, and it, it's, this might sound, you know, I don't like lame and shit and gay, but but it, 
in a, in a good way is every time I see we play a team like that with a fucking racist team name or racist name, I, it breaks my fucking heart when you're playing because you're just so quiet. You don't let it bother you. and it, Yeah, it I mean, sucks. it's like I, it, it bothers me. It fucking bothers me. I'm like almost like I want to fucking leave. You know what I mean? So we don't have yeah, to it's play. Just, I mean, I know, especially in the NHL games, it's, I've been playing NHL since, like, what, fucking NHL. Th- it's been a thing for so long. And it's yeah. just like, you know, it's shitty and it's like, I hate it. But, like, what the hell am I going to do, right? Like, there's no, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not a whole hell of a lot to do. That's why I appreciate them trying to take the proper steps now. Because, like I said, there mm-hmm. before there was not a whole hell of a lot you could do. It was just like, I mean, that was their team name and that was their name. You know what I mean? So you see it now, and, like, I'm glad it's being brought up and, and recognized because it's been a, a problem for a long time. But it's just it, – it's it's bullshit that, you know, it, it – and, and it sucks. Yeah. You know, it, God rest his soul, George Floyd. It's just – why does it have to take for a gentleman to die for all this shit in the world to happen? You know what I mean? It, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be like this. And you, I see signs on Twitter. It's like – you know, a man, a husband and a wife put up a sign. They're like 85 years of this, and we're still living. It. Yeah. Why? Why does it? Why does it have to be like that, man? And it's, it sucks. And then, you know, the story, the story you told us about going in a store was absolute bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you and Steve walked in the store. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I can tell it. So uh, Tucker had asked me, um, like, white privilege and things like that, and so I was explaining to him, like, so I have a, a buddy here. His name is Steve. He's a, he's a white kid. And uh, we, we go in a store sometimes or something and, you know, we could have bags or something or from a different store and he could go and look at something and a gentleman that works in the store will ask if he needs help, you know, customer service or whatever. And if he says no, then it's fine. He moves on. He helps another customer. But if I could have the same bag from the same store and if I'm looking at something, all of a sudden, you know, it seems like the guy's following me around and the guy's watching me. It just seems like he's always in my area. And, you know, and it, it, it just, it over the years, you know, maybe one or two times you're like, ah, okay, but over the years it just kept happening, keeps happening and stuff like that. You, you start to notice it, especially the older I got, I noticed like what was going on. And it, it took some time to sit down and talk with my dad and talk with my mother. And they're like, this is what you're going to experience. And it's just like, that's how we were, we're raised to exp- like almost, like, almost expect it. And it's, it's bad that we, it's, it's how we really are raised. You know, you expect these different things and you learn how to, you know, cope with these things how to you know walk in a store you know walk without your hands not in your pockets like that because we just we just feel like we're not afforded the same um yeah oh what's the word for like luxuries of just like you know walking through the store with our hands in our pockets having a conversation so like we just feel like that's something we can't do so we want make sure our hands are out of our pockets that we look we try to look our best to make sure we're not stealing you know what i mean or something like that it just that's how we but feel. that's and it, it's fucked yeah. up. it's fucked up it's literally fucked up you know what i mean and and this, and you know, both of my boys, you know, met you probably what three times, yeah. three Lamb four and times. Breda love those and kids. Like Braden, Braden literally <laughs> always. It's religiously. If I ask me, you playing with Tucker and Keyshawn? You playing with Tucker <laughs> and Keyshawn? Right. And then Braden and Keyshawn hears it, and an audience doesn't know. Braden, if I tell him I'm playing with Keyshawn, he'll literally say Keyshawn's name about a hundred <laughs> times, just going Keyshawn, 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 Keyshawn. Right. And then you know, Landon says to me the other day, you know, he looked at me, he looked at me, Dad. He's like, Dad, I got a question for you. Right. And because he asked me about what was going on and like why you know this bad police officer, you know, killed this guy, and he looked at me and said to me, 
Eagles dad with Keyshawn being black, does he get treated differently? And is he okay? And he like, like I'm an emotional guy. You know what I mean? I'm an emotional dad. And when he said that to me, I like literally, I'm like in my heart, broke my fucking heart for my son. And it broke my heart for fucking Keyshawn. You know what I mean? And it, it sucks that, you know, and I told him, I said, listen, buddy, I'm like, Keyshawn's fine. Like he, he Keyshawn's a very strong willed guy. He's got, you know, great parents to back him up. You know what I mean? He's got a great community and, you know, myself and Tucker and his boys in hockey, you know, <laughs> that have his back. But telling my son this at nine years old and my nine-year-old son asking me this, what it's it sucks. It really does, man. You know what I mean? And it's my both of my boys, like, love Keyshawn. Like, they were, like, you were his brother. They were yeah. his brother, you know what I mean? And, and I love that. And, and, and they don't, and they, and to teach our kids that at a young age, you know what I mean? Like you were a kid, Keyshawn, and you know, you're being taught, like you said, like to learn how to cope with everything. Right. You know what I mean? And then you have other, like my kid, like my kids don't see color. My kids love everyone. But then you have other people like saying, Oh, you got to stay away from those people. Like, no, you don't say that shit regardless of what they are. You know what I mean? Like it's fucked up that, you know, like, you growing up are taught one thing and white kids on the other side are taught a totally different thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it sucks. It really sucks. And like what, what, what I love the most about, you know, the relationship between you and Tucker was you guys just fucking gelled instantly. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's my dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> Regard, even, even, even when you guys were in, you know, in the Valley, like Keish, you, you, it's, it, it like guys levitated towards you and Tucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, it was just, and I love that. Like in the high in, in, in our community of, you know, players, regardless if it was with the rebels or if it was with the revolution, you know what I mean? There, there was no bullshit. And that's how it should be on every hockey team. That's how it should be in the world. It's that HPE talk. It's yeah, no, HPE. man. We always had that huge penis energy. Yeah, around. It's that HPE. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no mistake in but, the huge penis energy. Now, you know, the one the one thing I do have, like, one question left is, and Tucker, if you have any, please jump in at any second. You know what I mean? Is moving forward with this going on, Keish, like, where do you where do you see and where do you want what do you what do you want things to happen in the world? Um, not not just not just the United States. I'm saying everywhere because. There was there was protests yeah. everywhere, like fucking Paris, Australia, you know, and shit like that. What do you what do you want? I just I mean we just we want equality. We want to feel like you know we're not almost targeted. I mean, that's what I, honestly that's, I think that's what it comes down to. Because I I know growing up, it's when it comes to like speaking on police brutality and stuff like that. Like I I had to learn from a young age like how to like deal with police. Like you know, my dad sat me down. It's like you know if you or encountering police officers, something like, you know, do this, do that. And the third, you want to appear non-threatening because I mean, historically black people have never had a great relationship with police. Right. So like, you you look at the Rodney King riots, you look at, you know, just any, any time in history, it's like, we always felt like we couldn't trust the police. And, And I think that it's a shame because a lot of stuff, you know, goes down where like, you know, you, probably should call a police officer but it's just like it's been such ingrained so ingrained in our in our communities as black people that we don't trust the police before whatever reason and because of different things like that that probably a lot of 
dumb shit that happens could be avoided just by calling the police. But since we don't have that trust for them, you know what I mean? Dumb shit happens. So mm-hmm. I just think like, you know, if we could get to a point where uh, us as black men, may, I, I'm not probably not just black people, you know what I mean? It's probably Mexicans. So we just, as minorities, we feel like we're always maybe. Now let me, let, let me, let me interrupt you real quick. Is it just police officers or is it, you know, white people? Well, and, I mean, and police officers. Opinion, I, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. think, yeah. I, I think racism is always going to exist, honestly. Like, yeah. yeah like, it, I just, sucks, I mean, like yeah. some people are like, you probably have, you know, 75-year-old people that have been taught this way since they were little kids and they're just not going to change. So, like, I, I honestly don't think racism is ever going to not exist. People are always going to feel like they're better than someone for whatever reason. And it might, it might be the color of skin. So, I honestly, I don't think that's going to change. But I think, speaking on, like I said, police brutality and things like that, that I see going on, like I said, every day in my community, because um, I've seen it. Like I said, I, I, there was a thing in Delaware couple of years ago where an officer you know there was a man handcuffed on the ground and he kicked him in the face and broke his jaw and he's handcuffed on the ground on all fours so like that was a big thing and that was right in dover and i remember that being so like i've seen it in my community and stuff like that so it's just but i'm speaking on like the amount of dumb shit that probably could be quelled if us as a community had more trust in police officers you know i mean i think it would help my community i think it could help you know tons of communities around the around the country um for various reasons but I just want to see us get to a point where, you know, we're honestly judging people on their character and not on their skin color. And just, you know, it feels like everyone has the same opportunity and everyone has the same, um, you know, chance to do whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? And it just, I, I, that's where I just want to get to as a community. So I'm hoping that this, you know, this time period will, like I said, it, it, it's, bringing about dialogue like i said we're having these conversations even just me you and tuck we're having these conversations and across the country and it's yeah. and people are listening and i think that's the first step you can't have change if, if no one listens right so i just hope that we can get to a point where we're you know coming together as one and we're we're really judging people on the content of their character and not you know they're scared we're, we're doing away with the stereotypes we're doing away with the um prejudgments of people based off of you know petty things such as skin color so yeah, and, and the thing is, is in the audience listening, it this just this doesn't happen to junior players and people in general playing hockey. Like, you see NHL guys getting chirped as well, like, literally. Like, for example, I think it was two two years ago, Wayne Simmons was in New York and had a fucking banana peel threw at him. Like, who yeah. the fuck does that? You know what I mean? Like, Evander Kane's getting shit. There's, there's other guys getting shit. You know what I mean? Like... Who, like, just stop. If, if you're listening and you know somebody that, that, that's racist, fucking talk to them. Like, seriously. Tell them to fucking grow up and everyone is fucking equal. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, billionaires, you know, can get along with fucking poor people. White people can get along with black people. Black people can get along with Asians. It doesn't, it, it's not, it's, it's corrupt racism. That's what it is. And that's what, it, it's, it's complete bullshit. You know, and I we brought Keyshawn on not because we're you know we're boys and everything. I, we wanted to get his intake for you younger players, you know, playing hockey and older players playing hockey to get the perspective of what he goes through, you know, day in day out. You know, in Dover and Minnesota, you know, and you know you're going back to Minnesota, yeah. correct? So you know, with this shit going on, it's you think things are going to be different when you're up there, like still um, fucking crazy. 
or do you think things I, be calmed I, down? Maybe. I, I really don't know, but I know I can speak for playing in the NA3 this year. I didn't experience anything racial or anything like that. So, like, I, as far as playing in our division in NA3 and being around our team and playing other teams within our league, I'm not concerned. Um, like I said, because I, I, didn't, I didn't experience anything like that. It, I had nothing but great experience. It, and it's been, it's been like, two, two years since I, last day I got my, like, last racial thing playing hockey. So, like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not too concerned about that. I don't know how the – Now, let me ask you. Let me ask you. What, what did they say to you, if you oh, don't mind I mean, me asking? I get called monkey, nigger, like, uh, fucking coon, all type of shit. It was just – like I said, it was so it, – it became such a – Every game thing that I just got so used to it. Yeah, I mean, it just, and I was, it was me, it was fucking 13, 14 year old at the time playing Bantam. So I guess, like, you know, I don't know, little minds. And this is coming, and this is coming from, this is coming from white kids saying it to you playing hockey, correct? Like, I remember I was playing, fuck, what team were we playing? Yeah. Keish. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. No, I was saying, I remember I was playing fucking, I can't remember the team, but. I fucking scored a goal or some shit like that, and the next shift I'm coming up the middle of the rink, and I could hear this kid yelling at me from like his like he's also like I'm in the middle of the rink and he's on his bench side and he's like screaming at me. I like I can't really hear, so I end up getting closer to him and he's just ripping me apart with racial slurs. Like like you fucking nigger, like you don't belong here. Da, 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 da. He's just ripping me, and I just remember like being so like upset but at the same time just like how fucking dumb is that you know what i mean just like i just remember thinking like that's so fucking stupid to me it's like you're mad at me because i like i mean we're beating this team and i can't remember we're beating them i don't even think we're beating them like that bad it's like you're so worried about Mm -hmm. my skin color that you're like you're willing to not play hockey is what it seems like you know what i mean because you're so worried about my skin color so i just like that was just one of the things that stuck out to me it's just like I remember that time we just I still think about it. It was just like I wonder whatever happened to that kid and like how far he ended up making it in hockey or anything like that. Because it was mm-hmm. just it just blew my mind that he was so concerned about my skin color that like he was willing to put aside hockey. You know what I mean? To to rip me apart about that. And it's like, dude, like what are you doing? So Yeah. Now do you take do you take that, you know, negative energy and and put it out on the ice against your opponents um, when you're playing? I, I don't even think it, like, I don't even think I let it, like, sure, you get pissed off. No, I mean, like, yeah, I yeah. definitely get pissed off, like, you know, first of all, because every time I see, experience racism, I'm going to get pissed, because, like, I, it's bullshit, but yeah, I don't know if I let, like I said, I don't really try to let it affect my game. I still try to play my game, and, you know what I mean, and stick with it. I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, you know, dummy this kid. Now, if I if I line you up, like, I line you up, like, you know what I mean, like, if you're, if you're in the line of fire, you're in the line of fire, but I'm not going to go chase this kid around the rink or anything like that, and, you know what I mean, and, or if, if you, you know, if I, if you want to fight me, then I'll fight you. Like especially playing junior or something like that. But I, I really don't let it affect my game where I'm, you know, just thinking about getting this kid. You know, I'm still wanting to win a hockey game. Yeah. I'm still wanting to, you know, do with the things that my coach needs me to do for check hard and so play the game the right way. But no, it's definitely in the back of my mind. Like I said, if I if I get a chance to hit that kid, I'm gonna hit him. Like I'm gonna take my take my shot. But. Like I said, I'm not going to chase him around. I'm not going to fucking let him affect my game and what we got going on as a team to win a game. Because at the end of the day, I'm about winning a hockey game. So, I mean, yeah. Got you. Tucker, do you have any No, I think, honestly, uh, we've hit everything that I would want to ask or talk about. 
All right. And uh, this podcast is, uh, you know, what we're going to thank our sponsors and, and after this. But, you know, for everyone listening, I, please take this, you know, spread it to everybody you know. You know, just just for the whole, you know, experience. You coming from a black male hockey player right now and experience his experiences of playing hockey, and you know, we we have to change the world. You know what I mean? You, you, everything's got to change for for the best, or it's it's just gonna get fucking worse for you know players like Keyshawn, his family, other players. You know what I mean? It's it, you guys really need to to spread the the lo- the love to one another, but. Uh, you want to thank our, our sponsors here, Ink Gurus. If you guys need shirts, hats, anything you need screen printed, you know, embroidered, go check out Ink Gurus at, you know, on Instagram and Facebook. Also, we want to thank Goodwood Hockey. Uh, Goodwood's team with John Chiavu. John plays in the SBHL now. He's a pro inline hockey player as well. Won the gold for Team USA. Go check them out at Goodwood Hockey on Instagram and Facebook. Also, we want to thank AT8. 88 hockey uh they have all your sticks gloves you know under armor hats whatever you need best 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 stick i've used ever you know what i mean and i i use plenty of sticks go check them out on instagram and facebook and we want to thank our newest uh partnership here with case kings they are doing uh, nhl hockey players for phone cases go check them out on instagram and facebook as well and Keyshawn, thank you so much for yeah, coming no. on I, I know you're on I know you're on all the time with us, but, you know, thank you for coming on to yeah, tell your story no, and you know, what you experienced, and we appreciate love it, man. Uh, yep. yeah, love, love you, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. see you, Dusty. Catch you, boys.